0: Hello and happy Friday to you and welcome to episode number 273 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell from Smart Bitches Trashy Books. With me this week is Body Bookworm's founder, Tian Kim Lam. You might want to grab your earbuds if you're listening on a speaker because we're going to be talking about sex toys. This interview is by listener request. Nancy C. requested this interview in a recent episode in the comments and I have been eager to set one up as well for several reasons. One is that Tian Kim lives near me, so we could do this interview in person. And two, she just went to a trade show about sex toys in Vermont, so she brought samples and new products to share with me and show me all the different things. This is a really fun discussion. We talk about sex positivity, we talk about toys and accessories and general baldiness. We also do some show and tell, and don't worry, even though this is an audio podcast, I have so many pictures. There, I took several images. They're all really fun. So you can find them in the show notes at smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. You definitely don't want to miss the unicorn part. There are also a number of unintentional puns, a lot of discussion about misinformation about sexuality and intimacy, and we have a lot of toys to talk about. Now, Tian Kim is always looking for erotic romances to feature in her subscription box, which, by the way, makes a wonderful gift. And I will have links to body bookworms and everything else we discuss, including ways to get in touch with her if you are interested in sharing some suggestions. Now, if you also have ideas or questions, if you've got toy questions or you want to, you know, have something to say about this episode, I want to hear from you. You can email me at sbjpodcast at gmail.com. You can record a voice memo and send it to me, which is so great. And you can leave a voicemail at one 371 Uh, I forgot the phone number. Here we go. There it is. 201-371-3272. I have to warn you, I slept terribly last night and I'm one of those people for whom uh, loss of sleep is very damaging to my ability to be coherent. So if I sound like I'm completely on another planet, I kind of am because I did not sleep well. But you know what? I still have an awesome podcast to share with you. And speaking of, Today's podcast is sponsored by The Secret of the Sheik's Betrothal by Felicitas Ivy, which is out on November 15, 2017 at dreamspunerpress.com, which means it's out right now. It is a contemporary male-male romance, part of the dreamspun desires line, where the men are hot, the romance is rockin', and there is always a happily ever after. There is a billionaire and a Bedouin girl, and each one has a shocking secret. Billionaire Fathi al-Murzim is a workaholic businessman too busy running the family's companies to even think about marriage. Too bad he never told his grandfather that he's gay because grandfather has just announced a childhood betrothal to a Bedouin girl that Fathi has never heard about before. Ikram din Abdil was raised as a woman by his avaricious older sister who did not want him being their father's heir. He never thought he'd be married and is very surprised when his sister informs him of this betrothal. When Fathi and Ikram meet, they are drawn to each other in a manner neither one of them expected. As the plans for their wedding progress, they realize that they need to tell each other the truth. But can they? With both cultural taboos and family pressures to deal with. You can find The Secret of the Sheik's Betrothal on DreamSpinnerPress.com. And of course, I will have links in the show notes or, you know, also known as the podcast entry. And thank you to Felicitas Ivy for sponsoring this episode. I also have a transcript sponsor this week. Each episode gets a transcript handcrafted by Garlic Knitter. Thank you, Garlic Knitter. And today's podcast transcript is sponsored by Anna Argent's The Taken series. You can read all about it at AnnaArgent.com. And we have a special sneak preview at the end of the episode, so stay tuned after the show. If you are a Christine Fian or Shannon K. Butcher fan and love an intriguing paranormal romance... Gen series belongs on your reading list. A leader, an inventor, and a strategist, three women hold the key to survival for a dying people, and the men sent to find them will stop at nothing to ensure their safety. On Loraya, there are but a few rare children born every generation, each one gifted with exceptional abilities. When a hostile army, the raid, threatens these children with annihilation, The Lorians whisk them away to Earth where they hide in plain sight among people who know nothing of their existence. Years later, and after countless battles on Lorya, defeat by the raid seems inevitable. A band of elite scouts is sent to Earth to return the Taken to their birthplace and turn the tide of war. But these scouts are not alone. The enemy has learned of these secret weapons. Raised as humans with talents and gifts they cannot explain, the Taken hold Lariah's fate in their hands. It's the Scouts' mission to ensure the Taken cooperate. But in the case of three special women, even the simplest of plans gets very complicated. How do you convince these women to sacrifice everything for a world they don't remember? The answer lies in the hearts of the three men sent to protect them. Be taken to a world filled with love, lust, and indifference Dose of Magic that keeps readers clenching their teeth in anticipation. Learn more about The Taken at AnnaArgent.com. And as I mentioned, stay tuned after the interview because we have a special preview of The Longest Fall by Anna Argent. This is so cool. I love trying new things. I'm really excited about this. Now, if you are a fan of the podcast, I have a few things to say. First, thank you. I have been mentioning reviewing the podcast and I found some reviews on PodBay, They made my entire week so much brighter. Thank you so much for reviewing the show and recommending it and telling friends and subscribing and for being part of the podcast each week. I am enormously flattered by how excited you are for new episodes and how much you enjoy the podcast. So thank you so much. And of course, we have a podcast Patreon page. If you have a look at patreon.com slash smart bitches, you'll find ways to support the show, help me transcribe older episodes, and also help me develop ideas and generate suggestions and guest, guest ideas for the 2018 episodes as well. The podcast community is so amazing. And I am so very thankful that you listen each week. So thank you for that. The music you're listening to is provided by Sassy Outwater. I will, of course, have information at the end as to who this is. We also talk about a number of books because Dan Kim bought a list because she's so organized. So I have books to recommend. I have tons of links to body bookworms, different options that she's um, offering for the holiday. Wait until you hear the name of the holiday seasonal box. It's great. And I, of course, have links to our reviews of the Body Bookworm series done by Amanda, Elise, and Redheaded Girl. You may remember Dewey's adventure with the Body Bookworms box. And if you haven't, you should check it out because it's hilarious and you probably deserve a very, very long laugh. And this entry will provide it. And now, without any further delay, I'm a slow talker today, y'all. I am so sleepy. <laughs> Let's do this interview on with the podcast.
1: I'm Tin Kim, and today I'm here to talk about Body Bookworms, which I founded two years ago, and it's a subscription box that pairs uh, steamy romance books with sex toys. I'm just going to lay it out there. Sex toys.
0: Oh, yes. And (laughs) on my table currently, it says, pity that this is audio only, is a complete array of fun sex toys. I'm really excited to talk about this. This is so great. So before we get to the sexy toys, what... Because we met for coffee, and you told me some really interesting things, that you had started
1: Body Bookworms after you had been a host for parties of sex toys. Is that right? Yes. So when I was in my early 20s, I started selling toys at home parties for, um, you know, like Mary Kay, but our things are much more exciting. <laughs>
0: but so like still- Mary Kay or Tupperware, only orgasms instead? Yes. I love a good leftover, but I totally pick orgasms over leftovers. Oh. Totally. Totally.
1: Yeah. Right. And uh, so I was selling that for, uh, you know, I guess I did it for about 12 years. So wow. I, we had, it was a serious business. I earned enough money to pay for our wedding in six months. I was able to wow. pay for our wedding. And after that, you know, I just said, you know, this is really fun. I get discounts on toys and I get to like teach women about all the cool things they can use to play with. Right. And so you would have parties in your home. I would go to other people's oh, you homes. you would go to other people place, people's places. Yeah. Homes. So, and I would do a, a show and I would talk about the pro- – I had this whole spiel and, you know, we had jokes. Um, we consultants would share like different jokes that we'd use to talk about products because it's kind of nerve – you know, yes. you're nervous. You you're need talking to break about the ice
0: basically. vibrators
1: and, and penises and all that stuff. So you kind of want to break the ice and just make it fun. Yep. Sex is fun.
0: So you have – for 15 years now or more, a very uh, forgive me, deep knowledge of sex positivity. Yes. so you kept at sex parties, sex parties, sex toy parties. okay gotta
1: gotta, gotta <laughs> insert <laughs> the correct Yes wording there here. was no nakedness involved at these parties No it's not a, not a hookup party. <laughs> no it's a sex <laughs> toy. whatever happened after I left was on them. Yeah, that was uh, that was up to them. Yes, but hopefully it was good.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm sure. And then you realized you have all of these connections and you have all of these wholesale connections to different sex toy
1: and pleasure toy distributors. So you started a subscription box. It's, it's sort of it started because of Fifty Shades. Believe it or not, I'm not I'm not a fan of Fifty Shades, but I love that it encouraged women to talk about all the toys that they use. completely
0: agree. And I think that one of the reasons why that book spread so quickly is that it was really easy to say, okay, this book totally improved my sex life. And I don't know anyone who says no to good good orgasms, right? Nobody says no to that.
1: Yeah. I actually heard about the book from one of my clients at a party and said, have you read this book? And (laughs) I sold a lot of Benoit balls that year. (laughs) I'm
0: sure. I mean, any product that was in there was probably like, I want to try that.
1: Right. And there's even a uh, – there's a company, Love Honey, that's created an official Fifty Shades line that's approved by E.L. James. Of course. Got to get that licensing. That's money.
0: right. <laughs> got to cut that check. <laughs> my pediatrician came up to me because she knew about my website. This is our pediatrician in New Jersey. Um, and it was like, oh, have you read this Fifty Shades book? I got my husband a great tie. I was so turned on. And I was like, <laughs> I am not prepared for this conversation in this location. PMI right? I was not prepared. But then – I had this way of saying, oh, okay, so you like contemporary romance that's erotic and explicit. And so the next time I came to the office, I usually bring romances with me when I go to a doctor's appointment because most of the people who work in the front offices are women. Right. I brought explicit contemporary romance. Very nice. Because I knew that that was
1: what they liked. It's a shorthand for, oh, okay, this is the genre that you enjoy.
0: Right. It's kind of like, oh –
1: you know, Just let me let me show you. <laughs> right, because there's so much shame around reading romances, especially the ones that are explicit. Yes, so I'm glad it opened a conversation. And that's actually people would come to me and say, "Kim, I love Fifty Shades. Like, what should I read next? Or what is this thing toy that they use in the book? Can you explain this to me?" And more and more people would message me and said, "You know, we really should do something about this." And I said, "I love reading explicit." Romance is because it kind of gets you flowing, gets you in the mood, or you you try new things with your partner. I said, why not have it all in a set? Yeah. Book, toy, pampering, right? Or paddling. And it's also my opportunity to say, hey, you know, here's a awesome sugar free lube because you don't want to use sugar in your down there parts. Exactly. So bad. You know, each box comes with a little card with play tips and things like that. So here's my chance to educate women as well about what is safe. And you can still
0: have fun. So you and effectively, you are eradicating shame around romance and erotic romance, you're eradicating shame around sexual sexual toys and pleasure. And you're eradicating misinformation of which there is a lot. There is a ton out there. What are some of the things that you
1: most commonly have to correct people about? A lot of people are afraid of um, anal play, right? So we talk about that in our we have a closed Facebook group where mm-hmm. women can you know bring up all these questions in a safe environment. A lot of men and women think that if they have a partner, they don't need a sex toy they don't need a vibrator that their partner can do everything like that the toys are only for people who don't have partners right or that that their partner is won't be good enough if they pull out a toy for play
0: whether so rather than seeing it as an accessory they sort of see it as a replacement. Right. When really it is an accessory, in addition.
1: Right. And for me, most women don't know that they can't have orgasms just through um, penetration. Yeah. Romance has a bit of a, of a share of the blame there, I right. think. Right. <laughs> orgasms come so easily in romances. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple times.
0: I'm going to have to do a count the pun or count the unintentional <laughs> pun in this episode because we're going to insert deep comms. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's three so far. Too bad it's not all- on
1: video. We can have a ticker. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> playing along at home. <laughs> but this will be a prize for the one who catches all of them. They have go. to edit very closely in this episode. So you have to deal with a lot of people who think that accessories are a, something that you shouldn't get involved with because it's some sign of not being satisfied. Correct. Oy. So what has been the response to Body Bookworms? What have some of your subscribers had
1: to say? Uh, people think it's a brilliant idea and they're surprised no one has put these two things together before. Yeah, I can. I, th- yeah. I've said the same thing. (laughs) And I have a lot of subscribers who are new to Mm -hmm. toys. So it's been a good way for them to try things out because, you know, some sex shops are not very female friendly. No, they're – I've been to a few, especially if they sell a lot of pornography because the pornography
0: and the images on the covers – are really can be very degrading to women. That's not, you know, oh yeah. Make you feel
1: safe to shop in. That's one thing I look for in packaging for the products I include in the boxes. Oh, as that's well. interesting. To me, that's important because, you know, um, people can't see me on the podcast, but I'm Asian American and that's a, and exoticize. Oh, dude, there's a whole, niche. like, big fetish industry right. and that makes me s- uncomfortable focused to on see Asian women. Asian women, half naked on packaging, you know. And it's like, I don't want to think of myself in that way. Always playing into a very specific right. stereotyped image. Right. So I would rather have, you know, as you can see, on the table, everything's like soft, feminine, even you know, this we'll talk about this this unicorn thing later. It's not soft, but it's definitely like edgy oh. and fun and not um, intended for the male gaze, right? It's for women.
0: And everything that you've brought, if there is a gender angle to the marketing, I'm seeing it as very subtle.
1: And there are definitely products out there that are gendered. Yes. And they don't appeal to me because that's not the people I'm trying to reach. Like I think – people who are, have tried a lot of toys, more experience, like that doesn't bother them as much. Mm-hmm. But I want to, like, you know, you, when you get a body bookworms box, you're just treating yourself, you're relaxing with the book, you want something that makes you feel special, mm-hmm. you know, that you're taking care of yourself. And seeing a half naked woman on a box does not do that.
0: No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> and also, if, if the statistics for Romance Writers of America are correct, then most romance readers are in the long-term relationships or in relationships and if not most then at this point many so you're already marketing to an audience that is likely to have a partner or likely to have a regular sex partner and you're introducing something that is for both of them so you want it to be sort of neutral in the way that it's presented
1: and marketed especially a lot of men for heterosexual couples a lot of men feel intimidated by anything that's phallus shaped yes yes Right. I mean, you know, we maybe Big we like to read penis. about menages, but it's not yes. something you actually want to try in real life.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah that. Mm-hmm. So you recently went to a trade show about sex toys.
1: I did. In Vermont in October. Yes. It that was must have been so ugly. Off peak season. So no skiers. <laughs> it was the, it was very quiet at the resort that they held it in. Where was it? It's Stowe? Yes. Yep. I've been it's by it.
0: Beautiful. It's gorgeous up there. Must have been k- peak leaf season, too. It,
1: I, got, I got some pretty good pictures. Nice. <laughs>
0: Sex toys and fall foliage. <laughs> so what
1: did you do at the trade show? So they had 60 vendors there. And basically, you could go around and talk to different manufacturers and learn about their products. Mm-hmm. So I went looking for products that might work for body bookworms. and Just to learn like what the new... Trends were. So you don't you don't still do the at-home parties for sex toys? I don't. No. Okay. I don't. Um, be- that was – I stopped doing that because there was so much focus on sales and I really want to build this community and empower women to take charge of their sex lives.
0: So instead of selling people more toys, you want to do more education and involvement with uh, – Eradicating disinformation, but also re- encouraging repeat use of the toys that they have yes, yes,
1: and I aim to choose toys that are of good quality, you know our box is not that expensive, so you 're not going to find super high end toys in, right and but you know, I want toys that'll last you a while, and the things
0: that i 've seen in the body bookworms box are very high quality like they they 're very durable, and they're they're really nice, like there's some things i 've never seen oh, before. Good. <laughs> Something that, well, I mean, you've sent review boxes to two or three of my reviewers and they've all been like, this is great. And the batteries are included. Seriously, that's the most brilliant part. You include batteries. Well played.
1: Thank you. I know that's important for me because I hate
0: scrounging for batteries. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> so when you went to the, when you went to the trade show. Were there any vendors that you were like, I got to talk to this person. I'm super excited. Or were you just sort of like, let's walk around and see what all I can
1: find? There were there were a few vendors I uh, purchased from regularly. And the mm-hmm. thing is, you know, I've only communicated with these companies via the Internet. So I've never seen them in person. I don't know what the product. I just see the pictures of the product. Mm-hmm. And for me, because I don't have a store, a brick and mortar store, packaging is important. It can't be too big because I have shipping uh, restrictions like you know how big the box is and all that stuff so that helped me a lot and just to see i did discover some new uh manufacturers which is this this wand right here with the swarovski crystal in it it's super cute should we take it out of the box it's adorable (laughs) all right so describe this thing for me okay so it's They call it teal. I would call that like a, I don't know, what do you call that? That's not teal. That's more like a seafoam green. Seafoam green. But not like
0: ugly bridesmaid seafoam green. No,
1: so think of the Hitachi wand, which everyone talks about all the time. This one is smaller. It's all silicone, water, splash proof, so you you know take it in the shower.
0: Don't worry, listeners, there will be pictures with the (laughs) podcast entry. I'm getting a picture right now.
1: Uh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and you press the crystal. You know what that is?
0: On. That's the, that's nearly Tiffany blue.
1: That oh, is yeah, very, close, right, very to close to it's Tiffany blue. It's a little more green than Tiffany blue. Yes, but with the silver, that is. I
0: think that is sort of the angle they're going and for. And this is
1: such a great toy because uh, it's a good price point for a toy that's all silicone except for the crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's rechargeable. Whoa, hello. Right? It's, so it's handheld, rechargeable, no cords. Right. It's got really good power. It comes with the... like a, Travel carrying case. It comes with a lock. So if you travel,
2: all right, let's, take it up, let's open
1: this thing up. You, uh, it won't go off in your suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is the cheeky, luxurious wand massager. I love this.
1: This is a new vendor, a new to me vendor. Yeah. And this is actually going into a holiday box, which is called Joy to the O. I love this there. Oh, do so you
0: pull the ribbon? Yeah. This is very classy. Wait, oh.
1: Wait, the plug, that's the, the little the cover plug. for the charge plug, yeah.
0: Okay, so let's pull this guy out of the box. Charge plug back in. Okay.
1: So this you hold... Really yeah, if you hold down I'm the talking crystal... talking into this like it's, it's the microphone. It's smaller myself. than the
0: microphone. It is smaller than my microphone. Wow. So it's very soft, and it's very lightweight, and I suppose this is the part that vibrates. Yes.
1: So if you hold down the crystal... I think 3 yeah. it'll turn on and, and if you press it it'll um the vibration will increase in intensity. And the wand head is flexible so you can angle it the way you need to hit. So this is mostly a clitoral this is clitoral toy. stimulation. Right. And it uh, does shake the plug out. It does get you know the plug actually goes I have to I didn't read the directions till last night when I was charging it for our our recording. I appreciate <laughs> that you did prep work to to show me sex toys. This is like quite amazing. Yeah, so it comes with a USB charger and a little bag, and a little satin bag to store it. Oh my goodness, this is very cute, and I I thought it was adorable. And this line has other; they have a G spot toy and then the regular type. You know, what do you imagine a vibrator would be? But it's adorable, and if your kids find it. Yeah, microphone's picking that up. And if my kids find it, they're going to be like, what's this? It's oh, my, my back massager. It's a back massager. And you can use it on your back too as well. Actually feels kind of good on my mm-hmm. neck. Wow, this is great. You must have been very excited to find this. I was so excited. So our, our Joy to the O is the special edition holiday box. It's not part of the subscription. You want to give me the Oh, yes. The cap? I'll put that back in. So this, our, this box is a little bit more because I wanted to... You know, the holidays, you want to treat yourself to something nice. I wanted to put a really nice high-end toy in it.
0: This is adorable. And, oops, (laughs) don't hit the button. And because this is silicone, you can wash it.
1: Yes, you can wash it. It even comes with a little brush. So there's like this, I don't know, what you call this, chrome? Like a chrome detail. So it comes with a, a soft brush where you can clean between the grooves of this decorative they thought they put a lot of thought into designing this toy that is really a, that is really fine attention to detail because you want to be able
0: to wash things like this and if there is a texture you want to make sure it's very clean right. and that makes sense oh my gosh this is so cool i love it oh and it's a canadian company thank you canada <laughs> you're great <laughs> there's some good toy companies out of canada oh well you know it gets cold and dark they got to stay busy right <laughs> You can only do so much with maple syrupy. All right. I love this so much. This is going to be part of the Joy to the O
1: Body Bookworms box. Yes.
0: This is so cool. When does that go on sale?
1: So it's on pre-order and they start shipping early December. Okay. So you'll send me links to all of this so I can oh, share yes. with the podcast on. i will be happy to, s- to send you links.
0: Somebody's <laughs> going to be walking the dog or, or outside <laughs> exercising. They're like, I'm... Better not be listening to this on speakers. I'll have to put an intro, an intro yes. like y'all. This is an earbuds only
1: episode. All right. So what else do you want to show? Okay. So one thing I really wanted to look for was this unicorn. It's called the Unicorn. The Unicorn. Oh and my God. it's from um, Rocks Unlimited and it's a bullet type toy. So that's clitoral stimulation out, you know, uh, external. And if you go to the Body Book Room's Instagram page, there's a selfie of me with the... Oh, Horn on my head <laughs> can I open this okay, I open? yes please okay. uh, it's super cute it's only what like four inches so it kind of almost looks like a like a very
0: small ice cream cone but you hold it by the ice cream part and it has pink to orange to yellow fading and it is a unicorn horn with and it's like uh, shiny prison
1: yes I think um, hold on I think there's probably usually oh yeah hold that Usually don't there's worry, I got a, editing software. a cover so the batteries don't go off in transit. So we take that off. And then there's a little button at the
0: bottom. Oh my gosh. And and it's
1: th- ten speeds, right? So the Ten
0: thing. speeds? It's a ten yep, ten speed so unicorn pretty, horn. So If you
1: like focused uh simulation, this is the toy for you.
0: So this is focused clitoral stimulation with the horn part, or the vibration also goes down the sides as yes. well.
1: Yes. And you can wow. probably use it for insertion, but it I think it's more fun external.
0: Wow. This is a, ah, it pulses.
1: Ah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting right, that. So I'm hoping, so I'm hoping to get a supply of these because I'm going to make a kit with that toy and this lubricant called Unicorn Spit. Unicorn Spit? It's unicorn Spit. <laughs> Wait, oh my The, God. the, 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 the copy on this is hilarious. I think if you just hold it down, it should turn off. Or maybe,
0: oh, yeah. Go. Okay, I was just gonna keep so this cycling. Is donut flavored, donut unicorn spit flavored, unicorn Let's see.
1: spit. I don't know if the copy is. Oh yeah, read the copy under directions. This okay. is very funny. All
0: right, I'm gonna take a picture of this with my microphone because I am that amazing. Donut flavored,
1: and this is sugar free. So anything flavored you want to use. Around the the female parts, you want to keep sugar-free so you don't okay. get yeast. You vegetables. can say whatever words you want. I have okay. no FCC oh, oversight. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Directions. Apply wet unicorn spit as desired to the area of the body you wish to enchant and moisturize. Reapply as you wish. Rinses away easily in a fresh mountain spring, harmless if ingested. Unicorns would be proud of you for swallowing. Latex safe. <laughs> this product comes contains no sharp horns no unicorns were harmed in the making of this product oh my god is that awesome this is incredible
1: <laughs> which is why i've been on this stays free...
0: wet longer stays wet are all wow yeah, so, I've been
1: oh, so on this, this is free... glycerin
0: based
1: it is glycerin i know some people don't like it but it does make the lube last longer
0: yes this is adorable Oh my gosh! So this is donut flavored unicorn. I haven't spit. tasted
1: it, so if you, we want to open it and all taste it, all right, should we, we do a taste yeah, testing? Yeah, yeah, let's do all it. All right, I think
0: we need <laughs> taste testing. All right,
1: the things I do for my podcast audience, man. All
0: right, so it's cool if I open this. Yes, please do. All right, here we go. Sampling donut lubricant. So a really, really, really long time ago, there was a radio station I used to listen to in New York they're they're still there it's called Z100 and they used to do a dirty euphemism a day in the month of may and they would have dirty euphemisms sent in um oh, fun and one that was so body and so like so over the edge that they did half of it before the traffic report and then half of it after the traffic report and of course I remember it it was spearing the hairy donut very nice <laughs> Somewhere,
1: Elvis Duran from Z100 is like, I, I I sense a disturbance. Who's talking about me? So the best way, I think, to taste lube is to put some uh, on your skin and rub it in a little bit because okay. we don't normally, like, squeeze bottles of lube like, nobody in our mouth just coming, ingest it's, it. It's, it's not like it's Ready Whip. Right. So it, it'll be a little too intense if you just squirt it in your mouth. So I did find out from uh, a couple of vendors that- I have. That- um, People, there's there's a company that makes really delicious flavored lube, and they put in their coffee when they don't like have sweetener. They put lube in their coffee so when mint they don't have flavored. Oh my gosh! Really? Okay,
0: let's. So did okay, you, so you taste I, it already? I have
1: not tasted it. Okay, I have here rubbed we go. It in.
0: It's very light scent. Does not have a lot of scent at all,
1: and it's a very light lube too. Hmm, not bad. Not bad. It doesn't taste like
0: donuts. Does to not me. taste like a it donut. It Sweet. It tastes like. It's super sweet.
1: It tastes sort of like the icing.
0: And I can see why you wouldn't want to squirt that directly into your mouth. It's a little too intense.
1: Yeah. and,
0: and because not they, bad.
1: And, and because they don't use – they use artificial sweeteners. Yes, obviously. It can be a little intense if you right. consume a lot. Yeah.
0: But also, I can't see getting tired of that. no. No. Speaking of things that are that are odd, you read about the grapefruit trick, right? With the blowjob. Yes. Okay. That Sounds like it'll be irri- like literally irritating. I said. <laughs> I, I told my husband about this, and he's like, "That's an acid. I know this. I'm just <laughs> I, I know that that's an acid. I don't want
1: that near me." You can buy sleeves for guys that do similar things, right? And that they're go up or, and down the shaft, right, and they're open, and you can get ones that are open ended, so you can do the grapefruit trick. Right. So the grapefruit trick, as I understand it. Is you cut the ends off a of grapefruit and
0: um, you shove an erect penis into the middle of the grapefruit and you slide it up and down while you give someone oral. This that sounds whole... like too much work to me. <laughs> I, I don't. I I don't like grapefruit, so this was never going to be a thing I oranges? do. No, maybe not mandarin still oranges. Not. It's too I'm... small. <laughs> it's almost Clementine season.
1: I'm that's sorry. true it is almost common times ah.
0: no. so you're going to send out the unicorn horn with the unicorn v- lube so i'm still trying you to need find an erotic th- fantasy novel to go with this, i huh? know
1: i wanted the unicorn this shifter book with a high heat level and i found one i liked but the heat level it's is quite m- high enough not yeah not not quite this, high enough i'm gonna try to air this
0: this week on Friday. Oh, so if awesome. you would like, if people, if you would like people in the comments,
1: if they know of erotic yes. unicorn romance, the the only one I've read that someone told me about was R.J. Blaine's. I wrote this down, um, playing with fire. So okay, this unicorn shifter. Okay, and it has to there. be in print, right? Because I do send print books. It needs to be a printable book, uh, right? This okay. This is also really gorgeous. Yeah. It isn't it beautiful? However, I will throw out there if there's any authors who have unicorn, erotic unicorn romances and they want to work with me about putting their ebook, I would be more than happy to talk to them. Oh yeah, I, I will include, include all of your contact yeah. information in the podcast
0: entry. So this is really cool. And
1: this company that makes the un- unicorn also has um I didn't I didn't bring it, has a toy that looks like it's supposed to look the the back of a Cadillac, that tail. But they made it green and blue, so it actually looks like a mermaid tail to me. So I'm like, ooh. Wouldn't that be fun?
0: I am so excited. Sarah's
1: taking a lot of pictures. There's going
0: to be so many pictures in this podcast intro, <laughs> you guys. It's going to be like 90, <laughs> 90 miles long, this thing. It's just, I mean, come on. Donut-flavored
1: unicorn spit lubricant. That's, those yeah, are the I'm best so, combination was, of words today. This, these two things were like on my must-see list at the trade show. Uh, unicorn spit. Somebody
0: had a really brilliant idea, and I'm very right. proud of that person. And the copy is hilarious. Yes, unicorns would
1: be proud if you yes. swallowed. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's brilliant. What? So other things. So th- there was this company, and this is not a good fit for body bookworms yet, but they made leather goods, Ooh. Uh, cuffs, I'm gonna put your you know, bondage on. goods. And I had the lady walk me through the whole line because – you know, I like the smell of leather, like a good leather purse. That whole booth smelled like a high-quality leather purse. Oh, nice. So good. But, you know, fur line. cause like more, you know, more, more experienced um, BDSM. You know what you should people. do? You should pitch a workshop to like RT
0: or RWA where you talk about sex education, show off different sex toys, proper usage thereof. That would be so fun. You should so do that. And if you want it, if you want to do that and you want to put my name on it, I will yeah. totally moderate an interview and ask you questions. I need a questions. Vanna White. I will be your Vanna. Yes. <laughs> I, will hold your, I will hold your unicorn <laughs> horn. But you should totally do a workshop with this because this is astonishingly cool. So I'm sorry Okay. So, back to the
1: leather. You have a small paddle. It's a, yes, it's a small paddle. I don't, I think it's, you know how you get swag when you go to places? Yeah. This is like a little baby paddle. That is a little baby And paddle. it's red on one side and black on the other. That's very cute. Yeah, and it makes a good... It's okay, Buzz. It's okay. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry do you mean to... dog's like,
0: what did I do? He doesn't like it when I, like, knead dough and pound the oh, dough. Oh, no. He's Buzz the Anxious. This is what and I it's taught. leather, real leather, smells good. That is really nice leather. Yeah.
1: So I this don't... is, like, their little promo item. I think so. After she walked me through all their products, she gave me one and said, Thanks. <laughs> either that
0: or it's a really funky christmas tree or ornament. you can
1: hang it on your rearview mirror in your car
0: yeah don't get an accident; that will hit <laughs> you right in the forehead um it, it's interesting there's no branding
1: on it yeah i don't think it... the pack the packaging had branding on it ah so this is rouge and then they're a, a uk brand so
0: they do leather accessories and goods so whips paddles, floggers, that kind of thing? Yes. And do they do like harnesses and harnesses, penetration stuff?
1: Um, They didn't have any in their booth if they did. So people brought a limited selection of products. But they had a lot of things that... I want to see them go through customs coming in. from. Me. <laughs> Hi, what are you here they
0: for? They probably
1: sh- just shipped it over. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not put this in our carry-on. That would be bad. <laughs> uh, so that was just purely for my education to go through all their stuff and, it, and to just... You know, right? Because a leather, leather good leather, isn't leather, something you're going to put in a ba- in a box. No, it's it's fairly advanced. I mean, this this paddle is, I would say, is a fairly advanced. Though we did have a small crop in the last box. Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So I'm hoping to stretch people's comfort zones so they can try new things. No pun intended. And you don't really know what toys you'll like until you try it. Yeah. You can hear from friends because everybody's different.
0: Yes. And one of the things that I I remember writing about this in. Uh my second book was that romance is a way for you to introduce new ideas into your sexual knowledge in the privacy of your own imagination. So if you read about something you're like, ah, oh, it's kind of cranking my engine," then you know that that is something that you might be into, but you get to try it out in your own brain. Right. You don't have to you don't have to do this with a person or be like, "Nope, nope, never mind, D- this is a bad idea, I don't want to do that."
1: Yeah, because you know, when you're reading, you're in the moment and you know, there's so many variables, but when you try yes. it in person, yes. Who knows what's going to happen?
0: And to to quote Leah um, Koch from The Ripped Bodice, how amazing is it that we have this genre of literature that turns us on? Right? Like, that's
1: pretty astonishing. That was my sex ed, honestly, was was Harlequin Novels. Oh, dear. And Cosmo. Because oh dear, (laughs) I'm Asian. We don't talk about sex in our family. (laughs) (laughs) My sex talk was don't get pregnant. They didn't tell me how. Don't get pregnant. Don't get pregnant. And then we didn't talk about sex. We didn't even talk about periods. Like oh, I had dude. to learn that from the the you know in school they pull I don't think they do this anymore no. they pull you out I got to watch this horrendous video where the mom made a um, using pancake batter made a uterus with fallopian tubes no to explain to her daughter and her daughter's best friend no. how periods worked <laughs> it was out horrifying of pancake batter pancake batter I'm like, this has this? to be
0: on YouTube
1: I don't know I've Please. told people about this and no one remembers. But that is clearly somewhere, imprinted. Somewhere, someone knows about Like this. Why would you make a uterus? Why would you out use of... pancake batter? That's terrible. To... They had a sleepover
0: and she was making pancakes, so why not, girls? <laughs> it's time for you to know about your fallopian <laughs> tubes. Oh, hang on, let me get the let me get the turkey baster. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> just silly. Yeah. I'm glad so, that we've come a
1: long way in, in sex ed. I, ho- I hope we have.
0: So you must have had a number of, of women and men in your groups that were like,
1: oh, like you had just shown them the way to easier, shame-free orgasms. I guess. I try to keep... Because it, it it is a business as well, I try to keep a professional distance. Like, even when I was selling toys at parties, I didn't share personal experiences. Of course not. And, and partly because I wanted to respect my husband. Right. And also, <laughs> you
0: are... You are explaining to them how they are sexual, not explaining to them how you are sexual. Right. I
1: can say like I like this product because it does this. Right. And I think that's important because my experience, like I, I'm pretty picky. Right. Because, because i just seen you are so the many person, different perfect person products. to
0: curate a sex toy box. Right. Then.
1: And now you know if people say, "Well, I'm looking for this," and I'll, and I'll ask them like, "What are you looking for? Do you like penetration? Do you mm-hmm. prefer clitoral?" Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, "Oh my God, I love the rabbit." Because it doesn't work for everybody, right? So I'm like the sex toy whisperer. Okay. So
0: the amount of email that
1: I receive that is, hey Sarah, I like this book with this character
0: and this part, this conflict. Do you have more like it? Is what you do for sex toys. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. That's so cool. I think that's a pretty good skill. (laughs) To do a workshop. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what else did you bring and put on my coffee table? Because okay. this is astonishing. I thought this
1: this is not a new thing, just a new version of it. But I think it's really cool. Here, I'll hold it's your mic. Uh, a pheromone-based perfume. Oh. And this company has made, these are samples they gave us. I think that the packaging, this is a new product. And there's a Simply Sexy Love version. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, more innocent. I don't know what their branding was. But it's the lighter scent. Mm-hmm. And I don't know – if you don't know what pheromones are, they're – everyone has natural pheromones that we emit. It's odorless. But Mm -hmm. if you run into someone whose pheromones gel with yours, Mm -hmm. that you're attracted to them. So My dog is wearing a pheromone collar right
0: now. It's designed for uh, anxiety, surprisingly enough. But I thought this is hooey. I'll try it. It's like $24 per collar and it lasts a month. And it it works? It works so well that when it starts to wear off, he Mm -hmm. comes to tell me. Aww. He'll start pawing at my leg because he knows where we keep the Isn't the science amazing. Science is amazing. And it, I will do anything to help my dog feel better. So yeah, pheromone collar totally works for him. So this one
1: is So that's the lust. So lust. It's kind of a um a more woodsy uh scent, I think. I'm not good with scent. Oh, this has bergamo, jasmine, vanilla, and white musk. So and that's then
0: the, the simply sexy love is jasmine, sandalwood, florals, and a touch
1: of ben- vanilla. Ooh. Now, when I started selling products, you know, back in my twenties, I was really, really skeptical about pheromones. Right. We had a pheromone product then called Pure Instinct, and when a I good decide. name it is, I decided to to try it on. And I don't know, we're probably. I don't know how old our readers, your, your listeners are, but Love Potion Number 9. Yeah. Same concept, right? Right, right, right. I put some on and not thinking and I walked into 7-Eleven and every single man in 7-Eleven, I'm getting a Slurpee, is like <laughs> looking at me, hey girl, what's up? And I got my car, I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> and that's what I remembered. I was wearing the pheromone perfume. Like, this stuff works. <laughs> At Seven Eleven. So just like any perfume, it changes on your own skin, and so when you try any, you know, pheromone based or not, you want to let it sit on your skin a little while and let it right. work with your body chemistry.
0: Interesting. I'm I'm actually picking up. If I just smell the, the 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 sprayer, I smell mostly the alcohol. I don't smell anything on that one.
1: We can. How about we spray it on this paper? And Let's then spray you can it on this paper. I I don't. I personally don't wear a lot of perfume because I am very sensitive to strong scents, but I. I think it's fun to wear. Yeah. Okay. So the simply what is this? simply that's the sexy. Love one? Yeah, yeah this that's... is love. It's very light, fruity. Kind it's, of fruity, right?
0: It's kind of like a um fruity floral, almost like a baby powder scent. Yeah. It's making it's reminding me of Love's Baby Soft a lot. Which I was dates talking my, to your
1: friend about that. <laughs> dates my age quite visibly. All right, let's try the dust. I think the sales rep told me the lust is based off of a the a popular Chanel perfume. Ooh. Which I'm not savvy enough in perfume to to know. We're doing highly scientific tests here, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Oh, that is nice.
0: Yeah, that's much more cedar sandalwood. It's a it's deeper in Yeah, scent. You can I like that. See why they one. call it Lust. That smells really good. I like that. Can I wear that? I'm going to wear that. Yeah, go for it. Cool, dude. Oh, if this starts to bother you, let me know and I will Wipe it right off. Oh, you're I just fine. too late. Realize that you just said you're <laughs> sensitive to smells, and I'm hosing myself down with lust, literally. Yeah, this is nice,
1: and I'm thinking about putting the lust in our val- so I do seasonal uh, special edition boxes. It'd be of good course. for Valentine's.
0: Yes, that would be very good for Valentine's, especially because it, it well, it also ties into your marketing because much like the body bookworms boxes are custom tailored for your a your 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 high expectations but also you try to match people with different things right like didn't you try to match
1: certain people to- oh yes yeah, so i match the items with the book i actually i read the books and i i have um i'm addicted to post-it flags so they're oh, all yes. post-it flags and i take notes about different scenes things they do things they talk about So like this butterfly number here was from our summer book um mj summer's um book and there's a lot of garden scenes whoa Whoa! So I said, "Why not get a butterfly toy for because there's so many garden scenes."
0: That is amazing. Okay, I just gonna have to get a picture of this little butterfly. <laughs> so then, and so the butterfly is the clitoral stimulation, right?
1: And then there's this bulb part that's very bendable, and that's for your G spot wow so i don't know if pe- a lot of people know this but your g-spot is actually the nerves of your clitoris that's inside your body your clitoris is really big really big oh yeah it starts from the front goes down the side two parts go down yeah. your legs yeah yeah so this when people amazing. talk about g-spot orgasms it's th- it's the same nerves just in a different um part mm. of your body wow th- so this has you a, a really button at the bottom it vibrates
0: of course it does does it light up Oh, maybe I put the mid wrong. Oh, there, we, there go. we go.
1: And it's waterproof.
0: And it's waterproof. And whoa, um, those the an- butterfly and the antenna, antenna go, go. the antenna on that butterfly <laughs> are uh, working very hard. This, uh, this is really cool. Oh, and then there's um, there's a uh, hearts on the on the
1: shaft part too. Okay. So that box. So I try to come up with fun names for each box. And that box was uh the Lady Love Garden. Oh, I love it. And it it comes with this shaving cream, which I love. It's called Coochie Cream. Coochie Cream. Okay. It's a fantastic shaving cream for your bikini line and your legs. Nice. Yeah. And
0: this is nice and flexible,
1: too. Yep. This is very flexible. Okay. This is really great. I love it. So I try really hard to customize the products to go with the book. So I have to find – I always look for the book first.
0: Right. You start with the book. And
1: I read – I feel like I'm back in college. I'm reading and taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) What are you researching? Which sex toys go with this book? I'm like, oh, this scene – yeah, this could work for the you know I can imagine, and not all the books have sex toys in them, right? But I like um, the the MJ Summers book. There's no sex toys in them, but I I just thought it was really fun, flirty, great for a summer read, right? Of course. And you know what? Like what do I what do I pair this with? So it I feel like it's kind of uh, a crea- test of creativity to try to figure out what products go with each book that I include, right? And then the complete package
0: fits together, right? So what is your what is your dining room or living room look like when you're putting these boxes well, together? I have to this is, this, is this is quite a logistical operation to do every time you do a box.
1: Well, it's funny. I, I always laugh because I take all the product pictures. So I've been in my you know, in my my quote, day job, I'm a food blogger. So I've been teaching myself photography. So you're a professional food blogger? Yes. Rad. So I've been teaching myself photography is like all right i'll just take my own product picture so i take it near a window and i'm in an apartment community on the bottom floor not a lot of light there so i'm like please don't let anybody walk by and look into my window while i have all these vibrators out. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on in her house today let's go visit. yeah and usually i've taken my food outside to get better lighting for pictures of and course. people will stop by and say stuff but i'm not taking these outside
0: Why are you hanging a vibrator from a tree? (laughs) That's incredible. All right. So what else do you have here? Well, one thing. We... Oh, I, I completely oh, yeah. forgot your question. So what does it look like when you're putting the boxes together?
1: Oh, so I do it. So I have kids and we're still a small operation. So my husband, we joke that he's the vice president of shipping and receiving and he helps pack the boxes. So we'll just um, spread everything out on the table. Assembly line. Like, turn, you know, turn on a movie or something. Because
0: the boxes, I mean, you gave me one uh, last time we had coffee. You open it up. The tissue paper is perfectly folded. There's a little bow. I mean, it's beautiful. I want it to be a present to yourself
1: you do a really beautiful job great. with the packaging. It's, it's kind of weird enough to buy sex toys from someone you don't know, so you might as well like create yeah. a really great experience for people when they open it. That's up. That's lovely. That is really lovely. all right what's what's the what's the green thing? So this was in our so they did room drops. so room drops are when you go to conferences and they put swag in your room while you're yes. out at a party or something. Yes, and this was one of the room drops. I don't I'm not familiar with this company. it's oxballs, but it's a giant Ox. cock ring. Balls, you want to open it up? Ox balls meet yeah. bigger bulge cock ring. Oh my God.
0: All right, I got to open this. this is, I so I think this
1: company is geared more towards gay men. And what I love about being at this show is I learned so much about the different products for different, um, you know, different couples and different people. And one thing that I posted in our Facebook group and i posted updates in our facebook group d- during the week and this person showed isn't it oh my it's god. silicone it's the giant giant cock oh my ring gosh. Oh, you know what it looks like so when you get in a car accident and they put that foam around your neck <laughs> oh my god a cervical collar different cervix <laughs> oh my god oh it's called the meat
0: bulge of course it is of course it is i just texted a picture to my husband he's gonna be like what the (laughs) hell so i
1: bet you because it's oh and it says in
0: case you're not sure it says meat on one side so it's this sort of soft
1: sort of flexible it said it's made out of um tpr so it's thermoplastic what the R stands for, so it's it's a kind of plastic.
0: Yes, and it's kind of squishy, and it almost reminds me of that goo that kids are obsessed with playing with, only oh, a little bit thicker. Slime, yeah. glue, florp, whatever the hell it is. I, I my think it's made to one. go
1: around the testicles because it is so big.
0: Yes, that has to go around the balls and the testicles. Oh. I'm so ready for my husband to be like, uh, okay. <laughs> You're texting him at work all these pictures <laughs> on his phone. I don't. I, I won't get him in trouble. <laughs> Oh my god! He's like, okay, that is incredible. So, is this something? Nope. The big part goes in the. That's you're, what you're, she you're, said. You're misal... <laughs> You're, Cam. You're... <laughs> you're misaligning the meat here. <laughs> this this is the part where
1: the meat goes. <laughs> oh Look, I've only had coffee this morning, in case anyone's wondering.
0: <laughs> this is amazing. Wow. So this was something that was dropped in your room. Surprise. Here's a cock ring. Oh, and of course, from the company, Oxballs, meet bigger bulge, cock ring, this color, army. Army. So I'm presuming they also have maybe Air Force Marines Coast Guard. Duck Dynasty fans. Yeah. Coast Guard would be orange, I'm guessing. This is really cool. Not a medical device. No kidding. What would you Safe with most lubes, oil-based, not recommended, wash with warm, soapy water, air dry. This this is really very cool and yet utterly hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah.
1: Now, I have, I did include a toy for guys and um, it was called Jackets and it's a, a sleeve for men to masturbate in or you can help your partner masturbate right, right, in. Right, right, right. And it w- did not go over well. So I think even though some of my subscribers do have partners, they um, want stuff for women, not right? For they men. want stuff for them. So and you're not going to put the big meat
0: bulge. Probably bowl. not,
1: because I, I would say that we have a fifty fifty share of single and coupled, couples, right? Yeah,
0: that's brilliant and also hilarious. All right, and
1: I brought you some other um, like tasty samples. Tasty samples. So, what do we there's got um Warming gel that warms up when you blow on it. So, there's strawberry flavor. I gave you options: strawberry, warming edible caramel gel. Apple. I have not tasted these, so I can't attest to how well how right. they taste. And hot butter rum. Oh my gosh!
0: So, are the are you
1: going to use any of these? You can a- hang on to these. These are just samples they gave us at the show. Oh, thank you. Wow. But how these work is. You put them on the skin, you rub it in, and then when you breathe on it, it heats up. Right.
0: I use too much of the lust, and I smell really bad now. Or not oh no, smell bad! I just I can smell the the scent. So if I start to bother you, you're, I'm like, you're totally cali. fine right now. I need,
1: yeah. I promise I'll tell you.
0: Okay, good. Because now I feel bad because I feel I feel guilty inflicting.' I'm scent well, no, I'm you. used to the
1: scent because I ha- had to pack it in my carry on and yeah, not carry on, but my check bag.
0: Warming edible gel, hot butter rum, strawberry and caramel apple.
1: Wow. This is really interesting. So how does this work? So you rub it on your skin, and I wouldn't recommend these as a lube. Normally they're pretty sticky, Mm -hmm. but they're just fun. You can, like, imagine, like, putting it on um, the neck, and then your partner, like, breathing on your neck, and then, like, like, kissing it off, licking it off.
0: Massage onto a small area of the body, blow on it to get warm, then lick and kiss it off, mix well. Cruelty-free, paraben-free, gluten-free, and vegan.
1: Oh, that's cool. Wow. So have you tried any of these? I have not tried those flavors. Do you want to try one of these? Sure. Okay. I'll let you decide.
0: Oh, oh, the pressure. Okay. <laughs> hot butter rum, strawberry, or caramel apple.
1: Let's try hot butter rum. Let's see what this is like. It's going to make me think of my the shots I used to do in college. Right? Yeah? Yeah. And these are little travel packs. They're a little bit bigger than a package of condoms. Yes. And I like these bigger. because this is a good way to try a flavor without investing in a giant bottle. Yes. Because you can't like gift your friend your, uh, you know, unwanted sexual lubricants or whatnot. Yeah, that's whatnot. not going
0: to work. <laughs> All right. So no unpleasant aftertaste. So so I'll pass this to you.
1: So you blow on it. We should. I should have brought baby wipes or something.
0: Oh, it does get warm when you blow on it. And then how does it taste? Let's see. Ooh. It does get warm when you blow on it. Don't lose it underneath your watch.
1: Isn't that fun? And it's not, it's not burning hot. It's just kind of no, a warm. pleasant warming.
0: And it's
1: overly Ooh, sweet. It, it tastes like a butterscotch. It tastes like butterscotch candy. Mm-hmm. All right, that's not bad. So these are fun. Ooh. You know, people think, like, because I have all these products that we use them all the time, which we don't because we're married with two small kids. So we're lucky if we – You're you lucky know, if you get to take a shower right? by yourself. <laughs> but it's good to just change things up, do something fun.
0: So that's sort of like uh, foreplay.
1: Yes. Accessory, toy. And I think many people skip over foreplay. Yeah. Well, especially if they have small children and don't have a lot of time. I right. went through that. Right. <laughs> And there's actually, I didn't bring any, but there's all kinds of gels for your clit. Really? That help get things moving so that if you don't have time, you can just jump right So it's like a right similar, in. similar to that. It'll make right, blood flow and and heighten right. nerve reaction. It just depends on what kind. So some have peppermint oil. So it gives you that tingly. But right. some have products that um, increase blood flow, which is really what you want. Right. Because it, it's, it is
0: a, uh, it makes you more sensitive. Right. And it is, it is similar tissue to a, to a penis in that right. it, it has it's vascular, yes. right? So you vascular engorge tissue.
1: your your yes. clit, and your clit they're saying for guys, you know, I I joke that guys don't really need that much help. They've had more time. <laughs> it's external. They've had more time to play with it and figure out what they like. Right. You know, we women, we need a we're not extra encouraged. help. We're not encouraged right. to, So to we, do we, I'll like take all that. the help we can. We you know we can get. Yeah, no
0: kidding. This is really cool. All right. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about while we were here? I think that's. A, I mean, there's a the travel kit. Oh, you brought me a travel kit. That's right. So so In here we have.
1: Tier- Gelato tiramisu personal lubricant. So it's all travel size. It comes in a, a, a travel bag. That way you can toss it in your suitcase and have some lube and tasties and a vibrator to go Ooh. with. And this, oh, here's this is one of the um, clitoral. Gels. Oh, it's, little it's a little itty bitty. Because you don't need a lot. It's right.
0: Buzzing, tingling serum, 12 volt clitoral stimulant. So it's actually a little tiny tube. You need of, one drop that's of the cream. That's and it's a the serving zing. size. Uh, apply a few drops to the clitoris sensation will begin in three to five minutes effects last up to 45 wow so it's like our viagra right (laughs) man there's a whole bunch of samples in here so this is your travel kit do you sell this as well
1: i do this is a new thing i love it so you have candyland
0: cinnamon bun body icing strawberry bonbon glide Tiramisu personal lubricant, cleaning wipes. You're the you're so considerate. Look at you. Sh- slick with organic, botanic infused, stimulating ojo. Another clitoral arousing. Syndrome.
1: Oh, and a tickler. Does that go around your a penis? You, it goes around a penis. It's really stretchy. Or it can go around the small bullet that's in the the bag. Oh, so if you want to add adorable. some little speed bumps to your play.
0: Oh, it looks. Okay, this is going to be really um, quick. Go ahead and open it. I can open it? Yes. Okay. Wait, did you bring this for me? Yes. Oh, thank you. That's so cool of you. I appreciate that. All right, this looks like... This looks like... This is kind of like the Statue of Liberty's crown.
1: (laughs) It's super soft, very stretchy. I love
0: this so
1: much. It's funny because guys will see and they say, that's too small. And then you show them.
0: You know nothing. So it does really stretch whoa, it does stretch. Right.
1: And it'll fit around the bullet that's in the the fireworks to go kit.
0: So hit. oh my gosh, there's a little bullet vibe. I love that you include cleaning wipes. That's just that's just so
1: kind. I love it. You know, I read when I read sex scenes and romance books and they fall asleep right after I'm like, come oh my,
2: no, on. No, 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 UTI, UTI. <laughs>
1: You got to do the post urination. Are you like, you need the bedside towel, right? So right? you don't sleep in the wet spot.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on. Especially if they're using a condom. Disposed- you have to
1: dispose of the condom.
0: Disposing of the condom. And yet, I know there are some authors that complain about including descriptions of condoms. I want to know that they're using a condom. Like, I need to know that. Because if there's no mention of it, I'm like, uh, people...
1: That's such a personal preference. We've talked about this in the Body Bookworms Facebook group. Some people don't care and some people like want to see it every time. But I've never heard anyone say, except for maybe writers,
0: oh my God, I hate it when there's a condom in a sex scene. Like it's never bothered me. I like it
1: when they do. I think it's important. Yeah. But I'm not bothered if they don't do it. I just presume that they, you know what I really
0: hate? You know what I really, really hate? All right. So he is poised for entry, right? Right. He is maybe even an eighth of a way up the valley, right? (laughs) And there's nothing, no, nothing. And that's when they're going to have the I swear I'm clean conversation. Oh, God. How many times have you read that? It makes me so mad. Like, that is not when you have that conversation. No, you have if you're going to have that conversation, have it at a completely different time, because if 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 you're in the throes of, of, you're of not gonna care. valley spelunking, you're just going to be like, you'll say whatever <laughs> you want to s- like, seriously. That's not the time for the... Oh, by yeah. the way, I
1: swear I'm clean. Like, how do you know? And one of my pet peeves is when they flush the condom. No, I'm like,
0: don't flush the condom! Your <laughs> toilet's going to clog up! This is... <laughs> We plumbers, fucking fantasies, right? Yeah. Pl- plumbers <laughs> everywhere are now very sad. Oh my gosh, plumbers
1: everywhere are very sad put it now. Put in the trash. That's <laughs> terrible. Okay, so, so I don't put condoms in my any of my kits because I figured everybody is particular about condoms, and you can run to your local whatever store and grab them. And I've noticed in the past few
0: years. When I've gone to CBS or Rite Aid, the condom selection has grown. Huge. No pun intended. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) I'm going to have to do a full count of all the things we say that are unintentionally, you know, body. Um, this would be a very body podcast. So the, the, lubricants the stimulating gels the types of condoms there are so many kegel more balls now. there at my target what yes get out
1: wow they were a nice brand too I'm like wow these are nice kegel balls somebody
0: in the target buying department is Was only is...
1: one left so i don't know oh, yeah clearly <laughs> it's a <much> popular item <laughs> have you ever included something like that yes so we had a book where we read cecilia tans um her trilogy slow surrender Mm -hmm. and the hero is a glass artist and he makes glass toys so I included (gasps) glass Benoit balls oh that's cool they were gorgeous they had flowers inside them oh came in a velvet case
0: so what was the reader reaction what did people think
1: they thought it was really awesome and some people are a little afraid tentative when it comes to glass Uh uh-huh uh, but you know it's the same way they make pyrex yeah the same method so it's really strong so unless you throw it against you know the yeah, walls, don't
0: throw so. your sex no. toys against no. the wall. it'll be bad or your kindle either or your digital reader
1: or your phone glass is fent i am a huge fan of glass and first of all they're gorgeous beautiful if you didn't if i didn't have kids that you could display them in the cabinet yeah um, but they are non-porous so you're not gonna have to worry about any bacteria staying right? on them They're super easy to clean. And then you can do temperature play. So you can chill it. You can run it under warm water and have a warm toy against your body. Oh. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of options. Yep.
1: So it's really fun.
0: Okay. All right. So is there anything else you want to show? Because I have always have my question of what you want to talk about reading wise.
1: Okay. I think we've. Pretty much We've, gone over everything. We so. have
0: gone through the buffet here. This is really Literally, incredible. Thank you something. for bringing all of these toys.
1: Is oh, this like fun. a mini version of one of your parties? I used to carry a carry-on size suitcase of toys to my wow. Parties. Do you ever miss doing it? A little bit. I miss m- meeting the people. You know, we I work from home just like you. So it, yeah, I'm an introvert normally. Yeah, but sometimes you miss like talking to people. Yes, like, interacting. Yes, start yeah. a podcast helps a lot. It does. And I miss talking to this is why I love our Facebook group talking to women about products and everyone would do ordering one on one so confidential mm-hmm. and people would really spill, you know, their, their problems that were having in the bedroom. Yep. And I'm I was like the, their bartender. They these are things they couldn't even tell their friends. Yeah. They're so ashamed. Yep. That these that they couldn't have an orgasm or their husband yep. is having problems with erections. And that's what I like the most, like saying, Okay, let's try this, see if it works. This yeah. is fixable. And you are not the only person. Right. This, with this is not alone. I, I remember at every party I always talk about how eighty percent of women cannot have an orgasm through penetration alone. And right. People were shocked, like of all ages, all generations, shocked, because that's not what we're taught. That's not what we see yep. on TV and in books.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was my big thing. I had to get out there. I'm like, you're not alone. And there's nothing wrong with you. Right. You're normal, and
0: there's nothing wrong with and you. And I
1: love that there's... When I started... I mean, that was, what, 15 years ago, and there was not a lot of resources for women no. and sex. And now there's you know, the, the OMG Yes website... You know, I have a friend who's a former professional dominatrix and she does a lot of education. That's cool. She's fantastic. If you want to have her on a podcast, I will connect uh, you too. Yes, please. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yes, please. That sounds
0: cool. All right. I'll make it happen.
1: Yes, awesome. She's really fun. I want to ask her about that
0: thing that happens in so many novels where the guy can sense inherently that, he's a, that she's a submissive. Oh. He's, <laughs> that's like my least favorite trope. <laughs> like, what, what is she wearing? I'm a submissive perfume? Is there like a is there like a tell that I, people are doing that uh, I don't know. If it's... So
1: many of those the guys are alpha holes and I it, yeah kill I can't do alpha holes. Not a fan me. No. You know? Nope. 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 I like my little nerdy guys.
0: Thank you. Smart and sexy and nerdy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So tell me about what you're reading because I warned you in advance and you brought a I list, brought a list because... which we have
1: now coded with pheromone perfume. <laughs>
0: This list is going to be very
1: pheromontastic. Okay, well, I read pretty widely. I grew up reading science fiction and Harlequin, so my tastes are all over the place. Um, what I'm reading right now, I read. I usually do one audio, and in a, I'm a promiscuous reader, so I have several books on tap. One of us. One That's right. of us. So the audio I found in our library, it's Children of the New World. It's a spec fiction um, anthology. And they're all in the same world. So it's really cool. I think you would like it. Ah. And then I'm reading the second book in The Unlikable Demon Hunter by Deborah Wilde. So her, I love this. It's so fun. If you like Buffy. Yeah. Her tagline is Bridesmaids meets Buffy. Oh. With a a dash of the seven deadly sins.
0: And you're you're on the second one. The
1: second one. So the first one. And the first one is on KU, Kino Unlimited, if you have that. And
0: it's audio and and
1: ebook uh, I haven't done the audio, but she has there both. Is audio that's cool, yeah, so basically, the main character is Jewish, and her uh, her twin brother is supposed to be part of this like brotherhood that kills demons, except they they assume that he was a demon hunter because it's all male, and it turns out to be her, oh, and she's hasn't he's been training all his life, and she's like, you know whatever, yeah, this is dumb. So now she has to to get in and like learn how to do all this stuff. And it's all guys. And of course, you know, there's this one guy like she's totally into. Right. So you like it? It's, it's really sounds it's like fun something I would really smart. like. I give it a try. All right, I'm gonna do that. Okay. And next on my list is Eloisa James Wild in Love. So I have that. But I did like the Midnight Riot that you recommended when we met for coffee. Oh the, uh, Oh my oh, god, Midnight so, Riot by Ben Aronovich. Yes. But you know the, <laughs> the audio. I kept imagining Idris Elba reading to me. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong book. with that. not
0: that guy have a voice?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And I don't normally, you know, think Anaria's voice is sexy, but I could go with this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, my husband started reading them because I told him about them. I was mm-hmm. like, I really think that you'll like this. And then I started reading it. So we ended up reading them at about the same time we would finish – and sort of outpace each other at different times. Right. And then we talk about it. So when the sh- – there's a short story um, that's available for free from Audible. Okay, I'll look for it. And I, will, I was like, let's try the short story because that way we can see if we like the audio. And we're both sitting up here and I have the speaker on the windowsill. And he's like, this guy's really good. And my, my husband's not that into audiobooks. He's so talented.
1: Well, I was sitting on the train listening to it, and I just started cracking up. And yep. People <laughs> I don't laugh out loud really? often during books, but yeah. And so I texted him. I like, you have to download this. We listen in to books together, too. Right. And that's actually how I got him into reading romances. So we would listen to Tessa Dare's Spindle Cope series. Oh, I love that tandem. series. So he'd listen on his way to work and I listen at home and he'd come like, Did you get to this chapter? We have to talk about what just happened. <laughs> uh, what did he think of it? He thought it was really fun. And you know, he's like, What is you know, why is this happening? I said, well, this is kind of how the genre works. So I, you know, explained a few, you know, things for him right. along the way. So I so said it's just like a rom-com. You know, certain things have to happen at certain times. It was bothering me that i
0: couldn't remember the narrator's name for the midnight riot his name is Cobna holdbrook smith i knew the smith part but it was Cobna holdbrook i was blanking on he's the narrator for listen to, to for uh, midnight riot
1: and then i will plan on rereading the flirtation by tara sumi who, which is our book from the hurt so good box our fall box right because we're gonna have our virtual book club discussion for it in the facebook group soon so i want to refresh Ooh, yeah of course you gotta yeah. have all your details because i i like come up with the discussion questions and then just see what happens right, right of course that's cool, yeah. And just some other books I've read: "The Refugees" by Viet Thanh Nguyen. So that's short stories. Um, he and um, Viet Thanh Nguyen. So he's a Vietnamese American professor. He won the Pulitzer. He won something for the. So the th is not actually a th sound. It's a it's a hard t. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This is very helpful. Thank you. I I don't know. So a lot of Vietnamese is influenced by French because of the French occupation. Right. So you see a little bit of that in the language, too. That's interesting. Thank you. That's Mm -hmm. cool. So what was the refugees about? There were short stories just about Vietnamese Americans, and um, they were all... The theme was ghost stories. So ghosts in your past, literal ghosts. That sounds good. I mean, I got chills listening to it. It's very good. He reads it, which is nice because with the you know how things like this is audible yes this, so that person butchered his name like <laughs> but I thought thank god the author is reading this because <laughs> yeah. for me you know just you know I'm a big proponent of diverse books because I had I couldn't find any when I was growing up and to hear someone read a book in English and say "ma," which is mom in Vietnamese like just part of the normal language it just yeah it just felt really good
0: yeah it's like it's a it's normal like a way of infusing right something very personal. Because
1: when my kids visit my parents, we speak a mix of English and Vietnamese. Like, my kids don't speak that much Vietnamese. So, that's what we hear. That's what we heard growing up. Right. And to see it, see it in a book and hear it in an audiobook was really cool.
0: Oh, that, that makes, and that makes it very intimate. Yes. It's a, Even it's a very though instant emotional Most connection. of the stories
1: were about immigrants, mm-hmm. people who were born in Vietnam, and I was born in the States. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like very, very American. Um Especially with all the sex choice. <laughs> oh, please. I hope my parents don't listen to podcasts. I'm I, good.
0: <laughs> I won't tell them.
1: Uh, yeah. So that's what I've been reading. I haven't read a whole lot recently just because we're I'm prepping for the holiday season. Right. And audiobooks help with that. Oh, yeah. If you sure like spec I... fiction, The Book of the Unnamed Midwife. Ooh. it's it takes place in the near future where some disease basically wipes out almost uh, all women. Ah. And it's about how people, if you, there's a lot of trauma in there. So if you have any triggers about, you know, rape and uh-huh. sexual abuse, probably not a good book. But right. I, I thought it was really fascinating to see how people... Men reacted when there was a lack of women, right? A, right. A, the parody is not there, and then the main character, the unnamed midwife, she was a nurse, and she her mission was to go around and give women birth control so they didn't have to bear children, no matter that whatever situation they were in. Mm-hmm. And she dresses a man to stay safe. So there's a lot of gender oh. fluidity involved. And um, after so long, she's like, I don't feel like a woman anymore and I'm not a man. Like, how I'm does this, this do with my identity? I'm in
0: this liminal gender.
1: Yeah. So I thought, like, all of that was really fascinating. Wow. That's cool. Thank you. Yeah, so that's on audio as well. So there's two books. I'm hoping she'll come out with a third book. That's So Meg cool. Ellison is the author. Thank you.
0: Is there any last thing you want to make sure you mention or any advice you want to give to anyone listening?
1: I think we should talk about sex more with our friends. And yes, you I think find we should talk about toys sex more. or products that you like. Like, tell your friends, just like, oh my gosh, I just tried this new ice cream, it was so good. Do the same thing with your vibrators. Like, we all need to know.
0: Yep, and everyone likes good orgasms.
1: Yeah, it's true. true. You can pair it with your gelato. <laughs> I'm a
0: big fan <laughs> of gelato. <laughs> And that brings us to the end of this episode i want to thank tin kim for bringing samples and so many cool toys to show me this was really fun to record if you are thinking i would like to see pictures of all these things you should totally go to smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast this podcast entry for episode number 273 is going to have all of the pictures it was really fun to do this And if you are thinking, ah, this Body Bookworms box sounds like something you should try, yes. Yes, you totally should. Or you should give it as a gift or buy one for yourself and a friend. Um, I recommend it. And so does Elise and Redheaded Girl and Amanda. Now, Orville is about to crawl behind the sound box. He also agrees that you should check this out. So I will have links to Body Bookworms or you can find them at bodybookworms.com. And we have a discount code for you guys. If you use code SMARTB, S-M-A-R-T-B, all capital letters, you get free shipping up to $6 on any order. So you should totally find yourself some Body Bookworms boxes. Now, this episode of this podcast was brought to you by The Secret of the Sheik's Betrothal by Felicitas Ivy, which is out now at DreamSpinnerPress.com. It's a contemporary male-male romance part of the Dreamspun Desires line, where the men are hot, the romance is rocking, and there is always a happily ever after. You can find more of Felicitas Ivy's work at dreamspinnerpress.com. In this particular book, there is a billionaire and a Bedouin girl, each with a shocking secret. Billionaire Fathi Almorzim is a workaholic businessman who is too busy running his family's companies to even think about marriage. Too bad he never told his grandfather that he's gay, because grandfather has just announced a childhood betrothal to a Bedouin girl that Fathi has never heard of before. Ikram din Abdil was raised as a woman by his avaricious older sister who did not want him being their father's heir. He's never thought that he would be married and is surprised when his sister informs him of his betrothal. When Fathi and Ikram meet, they are drawn to each other in a manner that neither one of them expected. As the plans for their wedding progress, they both realize they need to tell each other the truth. But can they, with both cultural taboos and family pressures to deal with? You can find out more at dreamspinnerpress.com, and I will have links to this book in the podcast entry on smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. We also have a transcript sponsor, and we're doing something a little new here, so I hope you will let me know what you think. Today's podcast transcript is sponsored by Anna Argent's The Taken series. You can read all about it at AnnaArgent.com, and we have a special sneak preview of the audio for one of her books in just a moment. So here's the details. If you are a Christine Fian or Shannon K. Butcher fan and you love an intriguing paranormal romance, Argent series belongs on your reading list. A leader, an inventor, and a strategist, three women hold the key to survival for a dying people, and the men sent to find them will stop at nothing to ensure their safety. On Laria, there are but a few rare children born every generation, each one gifted with exceptional abilities. When a hostile army, the Raid, threatens these children with annihilation, the Lorians whisk them away to Earth where they hide in plain sight among people who know nothing of their existence. Years later, and after countless battles on Liria, defeat by the Raid seems inevitable. A band of elite scouts is sent to Earth to return the Taken to their birthplace and turn the tide of war. But these Scouts are not alone. The enemy has learned of these secret weapons. Raised as humans with talents and gifts that they cannot explain, the Taken hold Laria's fate in their hands. It's the Scouts' mission to ensure that the Taken cooperate, but in the case of three special women, even the simplest of plans gets very complicated. How do you convince these women to sacrifice everything for a world they don't remember? The answer lies in the hearts of the three men sent to protect them. Be taken to a world filled with love, lust, and an enticing dose of magic that keeps readers clenching their teeth in anticipation. You can learn more about the Taken series at AnnaArgent.com. Now, I have a few more things to tell you, but we have a special sneak peek of the audio version of The Longest Fall by Anna Argent at the end of this episode. So in a moment, you will get to hear a special preview of what the audiobook sounds like. It's really cool. I'm very excited to try this, and I hope you let me know what you think. So stay tuned for that. The music that you are listening to is provided by Sassy Outwater. This is Bound from Shed Life by the band Sketch, and you can find them on Amazon and on iTunes or wherever you buy your music. I will absolutely have links to all the books and, of course, to bodybookworms.com on the podcast entry. Now, typically, I end with a bad joke. And I will not make an exception. So here is the bad joke, and then we get to the super cool sample of the audiobook. How do you organize a space party? How do you organize a space party? Will you plan it? <laughs> you don't know how much fun I have searching for these for these bad jokes. It's a really entertaining part of my day. Okay, it's time for the cool thing. Are you ready for the cool thing? Here is a special sneak peek of the audio version of The Longest Fall by Anna Argent. And if you like what you hear, check out all of Anna Argent's contemporary and paranormal books at AnnaArgent.com. And I will see you right here next week. Have a great weekend. Let's listen to a sample.
2: Chapter 1 The old farmstead could not have screamed, Go away, any louder, unless it had been seated with landmines and draped with loops of razor wire. A low grade spin of anxiety had been riding in Daisy Grace's stomach since she'd made the decision to come here. But now that she'd reached her destination, that spin had become a nauseating, nervous tornado in her gut. She gripped the steering wheel tighter, casting out all the voices that had warned her to leave well enough alone, those who told her that Mark Cooper had made up his mind, and there was no force on this earth powerful enough to change it. She hadn't seen him since the funeral. Her few mumbled words of condolence, shoved out a throat tight with tears, had been ignored. He'd brushed past her, his expression bleak. Even now, it was hard not to cry when she thought about Janie, and they'd only been friends. Daisy couldn't imagine how hard these last 18 months had been on Mark after losing his fiance. The steering wheel became slick with nervous sweat. My brother is not the man you knew. He's changed, Ellen had told her. Stay away. For your own good. But Ellen had been Daisy's best friend since kindergarten, and if she wanted her brother Mark to be there for her wedding, then Daisy was going to make it happen, no matter how much he'd changed. She did her best to avoid the muddy potholes dotting the long dirt driveway leading to the farmhouse. Spring rains had been hard, spaced perfectly between warm days, making hardy plants burst back to life. Tall weeds scraped along the undercarriage of her work van. Long-forgotten piles of fallen branches sat huddled inside nests of overgrown weeds, a perfect hiding place for snakes. Poison ivy curled around the base of a thick tree trunk that had once welcomed visitors with a shady path. Now, the rough landscape was a blatant dare to anyone who might be stupid enough to travel on foot. As she crept up the hill and around the bend, the house came into view. Once a pristine farmhouse, it was now a sad combination of peeling paint and rotting wood. Tarps covered the roof in an ugly blue patchwork. The porch sagged in several spots, and even from this distance, she could see a hole in the boards near the front door, one big enough to swallow her in one gulp there were doubtlessly more snakes lurking below. Revulsion crawled along her spine at the mere thought. Mark's battered pickup sat next to the porch, its tailgate open, its bed filled with chunks of fieldstone. Seeing proof that he was here, so close, made a rioting jumble of emotions scramble together in her gut. She feared that the warnings she'd heard were right, and that he was no longer the kind, easygoing man she'd grown up with. While she was hopeful that he'd listen to her and agree to show up for his sister's big day, mostly she ached to see him again and know he was okay, that he was healing from his loss. She was 26 now, and had been falling in love with him since before she'd started high school. The idea that he was hurting, kept her up more nights than she was willing to admit. Daisy parked behind his truck, doing her best to block him in so he couldn't leave. He'd managed to escape every one of his family's attempts to bring him home. Hopefully, he wouldn't slam her van aside to get away from her, too. With one last deep breath to steady her nerves, She got out of her work van and waded through a sea of weeds and hidden stones barring the path to the porch. The ancient steps creaked beneath her feet. The boards near the hole groaned as she eased around it, and she swore she felt the entire wooden structure sway slightly to the left as she knocked on the door. There was no answer. She knocked again and waited a good three minutes before she heard a muffled thump and a low curse from inside the house. I know you're in there, she called. I can hear you. Another deep, furious curse echoed from inside. His voice was raspy, as if he hadn't spoken in a long time. Go away. I drove three hours to find you. I'm not leaving until I've said what I've come to say. Not interested. Even through the rotting front door, the rough voice still sounded too sexy for her peace of mind. It had taken her several long years to learn not to see him as a man, but as the fiancé of one of her best friends. Unavailable, off-limits, a eunuch. Janie was gone, but eventually he'd find someone else to love. Daisy wasn't about to let her guard down, fall for him, and go through the torture of seeing him fall in love with another woman again, no matter how sexy his voice was. She braced herself, called on her anger caused by his decision to skip his own sister's wedding, and raised her voice. "'You will listen, Mark Cooper, even if I have to break a window and crawl inside to make you listen.' He was silent again, so she hopped off the porch, avoiding the gaping hole into snake territory, and started to look for a fist-sized rock. A few seconds later, the front door swung open so hard she could feel the gust of air the motion sent rushing past her. Make it quick, Daisy. He practically growled. A delightful shiver trailed along her skin at the sound of her name. It didn't matter that his tone wasn't one of welcome. All that mattered was the intimate combination of her name on his lips. She turned around to see him standing in the doorway. Shadows clung to his body, but even they couldn't hide how much he'd changed. He was leaner now, harder. His hair was a shaggy mess of tangled black strands. A thick growth of beard covered his once clean-shaven jaw. And his eyes, once a bright, sparkling blue, were now dull and empty, as if he'd been scraped clean of all joy. A desperate hollowness echoed out of him, so loud she felt herself tense against the force of that lonely thump. He hadn't gotten better since the funeral. He was much, much worse. Oh, Mark, she whispered before she could stop herself. The sound of concern in her voice made him freeze up and go still. If you're here to dump a load of pity on me, then leave now and save us both the trouble. I've had all of that I can stand. No pity, your new look just surprised me, that's all. He frowned as if he didn't understand what she meant. Spit out whatever you've come here to say, Daisy. I'm a busy man. Busy with what? You quit your job? Your phone number now belongs to some guy named Bubba. You're clearly not fixing this place up like everyone thinks. Your mom says all you do is split wood and haul rocks around. You don't even own a TV. Is that why you're here? To interrogate me about how I spend my time? I'm here for Ellen. Worry creased his face, hiding pale rays in the tan skin around his eyes. He took a hurried step forward and gripped the frame of the door like he was trying to hold himself back. Is she okay? Did she get hurt? Sunlight crept up his jeans, revealing a thick layer of dust and several tears and worn spots. Along his left thigh were dark smears that looked suspiciously like dried blood. Daisy's heart clenched hard at the thought of him bleeding. He'd already been hurt so much. He didn't deserve any more pain in his life. If only he'd come home. His family and friends would be there for him. They'd help him heal and hold him close while he did. Ellen's fine, she said before he could conjure any disturbing thoughts. But she misses you. We all do. And her wedding is coming up soon. She'd like you to be there. She moved onto the porch, drawn to him in a way she was ashamed to even acknowledge. She tried to tell herself that she only meant to comfort him, but it was more than that. With Mark, it always had been, at least for her. He stepped back and she could feel his complete and total retreat, as if she'd repelled him. It's not going to happen. I already told Ellen that. She knows my reasons. I can't believe she'd send you here to beg. Hardly. She begged me not to come. I simply couldn't believe that you'd care so little about her that you'd ruin her big day. His body vibrated with restrained fury, and he looked like he'd suddenly grown larger. He stepped forward again, and this time, Daisy instinctively backed away from his palpable anger. The man she'd known would never have laid a hand on her. But Ellen was right mark was no longer the man she remembered the heel of her tennis shoe hit an uneven patch in the porch's floorboards her toes slipped on the splintered wood she felt herself start to fall back and a squeak of panic lunged up her throat hot rough hands grabbed her bare arms and hauled her forward into a warm hard wall she hit his chest but didn't bounce off his hold was too tight Dust puffed up off of Mark's clothes, choking her for a second. Or maybe that was his iron grip around her body that cut off her air. She could hear his heart hammering against his ribs and the sucking sound his lungs made as his breathing sped. You're okay, he said over and over as if trying to convince himself. You're okay. Of course I am. You almost fell like... Like Janie had fallen. The unsaid words hung between them, heavy with grief and loss. In that moment, Daisy cursed herself for her carelessness. The last thing she wanted was to shove reminders of Janie's death at him. Daisy tried to pull away, but his grip was too tight, almost frantic. The scent of sun warmed man filled her nose and wrapped around her in a hold as solid as his arms. It seeped into her, whispering of forbidden fantasies she'd buried long ago. Her body warmed in response, softening and leaving room for the rush of adrenaline to trickle out and a languid softness to take its place. I'm okay, Mark, really. You can let go now. I promise to be more careful. He didn't let her go. Instead, He lifted her feet from the rotting boards, hauled her back inside the dark house, and then kicked the door shut.